Welcome to this Abide Healing Prayer. Hello, my name is Russ Jones. I'm the executive producer of Abide Meditation. Our time will focus on the pain of separation and divorce. And sadly, I know all too well the pain of divorce. Maybe that's where you are now. You are brokenhearted. You're tired. You're hurt, angry, bitter, and confused. Now, before we go any further, please allow me to pray for you. Just relax. Take a few deep breaths if you find that helpful. But close your eyes. Get in a comfortable place. Let me go before the Lord on your behalf. Jesus, I bring this struggling and wounded child of yours before you today, who apart from a great work of your Spirit, seems destined for divorce, or possibly the divorce papers are already signed. We certainly don't come in condemnation, for we know marriage is the most demanding of all relationships, and we don't come claiming to know or understand all the issues in each of these fractured relationships, but you know the details. Father, we know you created marriage as a sacred vow between two people, yet that feels so far out of reach right now. And you have given us grace in relationships, but that grace is not present. Loving Father, hearts are heavy in the face of divorce and failed marriage. Lord, heal those affected by divorce. Bring strength to those suffering from hurtful actions and bitter hearts. Guide the brokenhearted back to your loving arms. And Father, I lift up children who may be involved and affected right now. Catch their tears. Protect their hearts as they work to understand why mom and dad aren't together anymore. I pray that angry thoughts and words won't be used to condemn the other person causing isolation and parental alienation. And it seems hard to believe, God, that there can be joy through this devastating experience, yet through your Son, Jesus, remind us that it's Him who brings joy alive during this time. Your strength to get through this divorce will be rooted in the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit. And while you can't take away the experience and disappointment of a divorce, through you and you alone, Jesus, the sting of it will eventually diminish in the presence of the kind of joy that comes only from you. And thank you, God, for your promises of mercy and grace. They are new to us every morning. Thank you for not failing us. Father God, comfort and protect during this time. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, as Christians who promise to be faithful, you know that part that says, Till death do us part? This is probably one of the most difficult times of your life. It's devastating that you are now one of those Christian divorce statistics, or you're headed that way. While each story of divorce is different, God indeed knows your pain. Roughly 20 years ago, 
On a bitterly cold evening, there was a loud knock on the window of my car. A broken marriage with nowhere to go. Around midnight, I was trying to sleep in my van that was parked just north of Minneapolis, Minnesota, in a county park. The park ranger said, uh, Sir, I'm sorry. This park is closed. You'll need to go somewhere else. Well, I found myself driving around this very large city, searching for a quiet, safe spot just to rest my eyes, if only for a few hours. And finally, settling behind an office park, I curled up with a blanket and slept. I then woke and went to the YMCA to take a shower and to get some coffee. This was my new normal, wandering in the desert, alone and in pain and desperate for a word from the Lord, and a family that was ravaged with its own pain. I was a long, long way from the flock I shepherd as a pastor. I was in serious need of a shepherd myself. That was one of the worst seasons of my life. I was flooded with feelings of, yes, anger, of fear, loneliness, and shame. Divorce breaks the marriage covenant, a promise between you and your spouse and God. I learned firsthand why God hates divorce. It's because it's a broken promise, a, a rebellion against Him. The Bible calls it sin. When Christians talk about divorce, we often miss an important distinction. Yes, God indeed hates divorce, but not the divorced. God hates sin, but not sinners. And Jesus died for us in God's greatest act of love to his children while we were still sinners. We find that in Romans 3, verse 23. Do you know I also found that churches and parishes usually do not know what to do with Christians going through divorce. Churches don't want to appear to endorse divorce. And you know, I wanted the Lord, and I needed Him desperately, but church was the last place that I wanted to be. Many there simply didn't know how to meet me in my darkest hour. Churches often shy away from or even shun the Christians in their own congregations who need Christian divorce recovery advice. The Bible encourages us to comfort the brokenhearted, yet many churches ignore those who are brokenhearted because of divorce. Well, friend, know this. You are in a safe place here. Rest in this time of prayer and nurture. Psalm 119, verse 50 says this, There is comfort even in our suffering. My comfort in my suffering is this, Your promise preserves my life. In a divorce situation, loneliness can creep into your heart and your mind. Yet it is impossible to be alone and not lonely for those who seek their comfort from the Lord. 
He has made many promises to those who love Him, and He keeps every last one of them. Search His promises in the Bible and cling to them all day and night to bring you the comfort that you need. O loving God, comfort families hurting with the pain of separation and divorce. We know that when two people are married, they mean it for life. Yet at times with some people and in some very complex situations, it just doesn't happen that way. Give peace and courage to all who have experienced the disruption caused by divorce or separation. Help them to accept their feelings of rejection, of loneliness, shame, and grief. Help them, above all, to believe your presence as a source of strength and compassion. Help all of us to be sensitive to emotional, spiritual, and physical needs of children who have divorced or separated parents. Father, they are hurting too. They're lost and confused and just simply trying to figure out what's going on. Enable us to reach out in love. May our pastors and congregations be aware of the pain of separated and divorced people and always welcome them into their fellowship. Loving God, I pray that you will comfort those hearing this prayer now. Be with them in their time of suffering, in their aloneness, in their wandering. Be a light in their darkness. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. The glory and beauty about Christianity is that we always have a chance to start fresh with a clean slate, and God covers us with his forgiveness and grace continually. Now, that doesn't mean anything goes, yet it is an awesome reality when seen responsibly. Some often say that divorce feels like a death, yet the other person is alive. That was certainly true for me, but closure is fleeting and wounds run very deep. Isaiah 61 is a beautiful passage of Scripture packed with the promises of God. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations. And in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. Praise the Lord about that. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I delight in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for He has clothed me with garments of salvation 
and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness, as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. That's Isaiah 61, verses 4 through 10. And here my life verse, Joel 2.25. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locust and the young locust, and the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. This verse has comforted me so very much over the years. And you know what? It's been true. God has redeemed and restored me in a mighty way. And in his time, we'll do that for you too. I thought God was finished with me. Done. I assumed that he couldn't use me anymore because I was divorced, damaged goods. And some even said that to me. But guess what? I was so wrong. And look now, I'm here with you, sharing the good news of Jesus. And I'm remarried nearly two decades now. I'm truly blessed, redeemed, and restored. And God wants that for you too. Let's pray. Lord, many come to you with a broken heart. Relationships have ended with a spouse. Divorce wasn't in the plan. And Lord, we cry out to you, laying before you are all the pieces of our heart, our soul, our body, and our mind. Lord, many are tired. They're tired of being tired, and they're tired of being hurt. They're tired of being angry and bitter and disappointed and sad. They're tired of living in their shame. Lord, I pray right now that you would take all of that away. In the mighty name of Jesus, it would go away, that you would bring your restoration to those that seek you. Lord, I pray in the powerful name of your Son that a new day would come. And Lord, I pray for protection over those who may be feeling vulnerable. Protect them from unsafe people. Father God, please Take those that need you right now in your arms and rock them like a baby. Soothe their heart, heal their mind and emotions. Lord, please touch every part of what aches. Bathe them in your balm of Gilead. Let your healing touch flow to the innermost parts of the wounds. Don't let this anger and bitterness grow. Replace them with joy, peace, and comfort. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I leave you with this. That healing and happiness can come through Jesus. I mean, what's the point of a Savior if there's nothing to be rescued from? He can and will restore you and waiting on you to call out to him through the promise of God's word and relationships with those who love you and his church. You indeed can be free and healed. <music> 